Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. All right, welcome to Critical Thinking. It's Lagos Talks 91.3. My name is Michelle Ago, and with me here is Zeal. Hello, Zeal. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Lagos. Good Hello. evening. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. I didn't know you wear you wore colors. Huh? I didn't know you, you wear colors. You always want the neutral theme. Most of the time. Ah. Mm, I was on the white, cream, off-white, so, you know... Ah. nude colors all them gray all those neutrals ah. I didn't know you would wear burgundy I thought this was red this is far from red <laughs> this is not this is red <laughs> <laughs> what you're wearing is burgundy this is not red <laughs> no it's not close to red how can you see and see that and see red that's red there the fire extinguisher is red what you're wearing is not red <laughs> <laughs> Lagos, don't mind Michelle. I'm wearing oh, what is the truth? You're not wearing it. Anyway, welcome today. It's a great week. Are you getting ready to vote on Saturday? Yes. Yay. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Do you think Lagosians are excited and stuff? Excited? Um, I don't know if that's the adjective I'll use <laughs> or rather verb. Um, but yeah, they are Lagosians are gearing up to vote, I guess. Yeah. I think um Everybody needs to make a statement, so mm. that'll be good. Yes. It's important that we do. It's important that we do. Let's talk today. It's critical yes. thinking, and you know what we do. Last week you mentioned something, and it kind of stuck with me. I don't know if you'd be willing to talk about it. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't it's what about it is, but yeah. about um, generational curses. <sighs> Whether it's real or a fallacy. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What is true? Uh, you know, okay. people say, ah, it's, it happened to my father, it now happened to my, or happened to my great father, great grandfather, happened to my grandfather, father, now it's happening to me. Hey, who would break me out of this rubbish? Yes. Yeah, or, oh, generational, oh, wait. So, is that, do you agree there is generational wealth that you would agree with, right? Yes. But you will not agree with generational curse. I agree with both. Oh, you do? What I disagree with is the, um, concept of the belief around you are helpless that's what i disagree with so is it possible for generational wealth to disappear of course it is why did it disappear so if my grandfather was rich and my father was rich but i end up being poor for argument's sake why or the wealth kept reducing as the generations went on until two three four generations down the line that wealth cannot be seen what happened something happened and we need to know the same thing that happened is the same thing that happens when generation what we call generational curses get passed down is the same thing so i believe in one and both of them but they exist for exactly the same reason the reason one continues to be propagated is the reason the other disappears they're like opposite sides of the spectrum, but they're exactly the same thing. Okay, so gener- what are generational curses? Let's start there. What do you? What do? You, what is your own definition or understanding by that word? What is passed from one? So remove the curse or the wealth because that gives it a non-neutral connotation because curse is considered negative, wealth is considered positive. Let's remove the positive and the negative connotation. What is generational transfer? Of anything. It is when one generation takes what it has and directly or indirectly, consciously or subliminally, passes it to the next generation. That's what a generational transfer is. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to wealth, it is seen more directly. You leave a will for your children and Mm. then if you had money, it goes to them. Yes. Um, But guess what? Some illnesses are transferred genetically that's a generational transfer okay so for example if somebody who is his blood type is ss marries somebody who's ss you are 100 percent sure that all their children will be ss that generation has transferred that blood issue to the next generation that's a generational transfer 
isn't it? A negative one, that. A negative one. Considered negative. Now, guess what? If you do not know what causes the sickle cell syndrome, and somebody who is SS marries somebody who is SS, and their own children are the same condition as them, and you don't know what causes it, what would you think they would have called that 100, 200 years ago? Ogbanji. Exactly. No, I said this is a generational curse. This family, they are cursed. Is that a curse for those who do not know what it is? Yes. For those who know what it is, no. Um, also, for example, asthma is also transferred from one generation to another. It is not a one-for-one. You may skip one generation and go to the next, but generally you would find it in the children or grandchildren. It is transferred as well. We know what it is. We know it's genetic. We know it transfers genetically. And because it transfers genetically and we understand it, we no longer call it a curse. We call it a medical condition. Isn't it? Mm. You go and see a doctor. If you have a cough for a long while or your chest, you're wheezing. First thing the doctor asks you is, is there asthma in your family? Mm -hmm. The moment you say yes, they conclude, well, (laughs) you must have something related to that. They treat you for that. Um, so yes, yeah, so some things are transferred like that. Now, why is is it that there is nothing tied to wealth that is genetic? So somebody say, why is it that my grandfather was rich and I'm not? Well, unfortunately, you don't you don't pass it through your genes or through your DNA, but you still pass it. You pass it through information. Yes. So what happens is, let's remove people who fall into wealth, <laughs> who win a lottery, or as the case in Nigeria may be, who dabble into politics and somehow find themselves to be rich. Let's ignore those ones, because to be honest with you, they have nothing to pass in terms of information. But people who have built businesses, who have made money from being disciplined or being dogged or being very repetitive in habitual behaviors what happens is they pass those characteristics to their offspring. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily through, well, not, not at all through DNA, but through behaviors because children learn from observation. So a child observes the habits of the parents. In this case, parents wake up at a certain time, do certain things. Go. There's a behavior when they come home and the, ch- and the parents interact the with the children. The order with which they do yes, things. The ch- they, are, they are interacting with the children and transferring what they know. Not necessarily in the sense of sit down, take notes, when this happens, do that. No. In terms of the phone calls, the maneuvering around situations, this parent doesn't get stressed so much. This parent... No. So the children kind of sucking all those habits. When they replicate those habits, if those habits are the habits that create the attitude of wealth, Mm -hmm. then those children will have it. So it gets transferred, is information. Now, what I consider, back to your very first question, what I consider to be generational curses is also the transfer of information in the negative. Basically, the transfer of no information, which is what? The transfer of ignorance. So if you want generational blessings, is the transfer of information that generates or creates or propagates those positive things you want. And a generational cause is the transfer of no information or non-information or ignorance. And so my parents had no knowledge in a certain area. And because they did not know when it repeated itself in my generation... They had no idea. They had no idea. They couldn't fix it. And I assumed or I learned from behavior that it is how things are. And so when my children exhibit it and want to fight it, I will stop my children from fighting because I'll be telling them it's how we are in this family. You see this family, we always lose our temper. Oh, my grandfather was angry. He was sent to prison because he was angry. Oh, my father, anger is what made him lose his right hand. It is how we are. And so when that child gets angry, instead of the child learning and understanding how to control anger, the child gives into it and says, in my family, we're hot-tempered. So when I get angry, don't come near me. Because when, I just, when, this thing, just when this spirit comes upon me, I don't know what I'm doing again. Just, you've transferred ignorance successfully. And so when certain things should have been dealt with, 
and we can't and we accept them and they're negative then we say it's a generational curse you said something at first at the start of the show that what you don't agree with is the state of helplessness or the yes. idea that one can be helpless and not change their situation yes are there no scenarios or circumstances that just goes beyond human solutions um if you look at certain things that are transferred genetically Mm-hmm. Some of them are very, there are some that are just really, really, really hard to do anything about. Some are very hard to do anything about. Um, so, but yeah, other than that, I think the whole idea of living as a human being is to take control of your life. So, as a person, I deliberately, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. I deliberately resist anything that implies I don't have control. Because the whole idea of living your life is to take control of your life, isn't it? Then you tell me I'm here and there's something I can do nothing about. I deliberately resist it. Whether it's true or not, I think each individual can decide that for themselves. But I deliberately resist it. Hmm. Now, if there's anything that genetically or circumstantially I can do nothing about, one thing I can always do something about is my attitude towards the circumstance. Right? And so... That's it. it. It's how I see things. So if you come and tell me, oh, because my father or my grandfather or my mother or my grandmother did something, then I, me, Zion, that does not know what they did, will suffer the consequence. And that consequence is not genetic. Um, I Then I resist it. If it's not genetic... So you don't believe in Juju? Um, that's not true. Not that I don't believe in Juju. Don't put it as Juju. That's it. Do I believe that there are things we do not have a full understanding of yet? Yes. Okay, you just don't understand, Juju. We don't understand it yet. Okay, so we don't know what so, that is yet. So let me give you an example. If you read some history books from two, three hundred years ago, some of the things that they called Juju then, today we laugh at. It's not Juju. So what is Juju? Juju is anything that we see as a power or a force that we believe we can't control and we don't understand. Mm. The moment you put understanding into anything, it stops being diabolical, it stops being mysterious. That's what knowledge does. Now, do human beings know everything? Absolutely not. There are many things we don't know. So if there's anything we don't know happening that you experience, then we kind of tend to classify it as juju. The issue I have with the term or the concept is that if you classify it in that way, then there is not going to be any deliberate effort to understanding it Mm. because we all believe it can't be understood Mm. anyway. Mm. But I can see it. If if you show me somebody do something that I don't understand, I'm like, oh, wow, I would like to understand how it happened. So I think there are a lot of things that we have done in the past that have that could have been understood, but we didn't document, we didn't replicate, we didn't study, we didn't understand. And so we see it, we experience it, or we hear of it. In fact, Michelle, to be honest with you, a lot of the juju I've heard of mm-hmm. is from Nollywood and from third-hand accounts. I, cannot, I can count on the palm of one hand how many are first-hand accounts where people, not what people saw happen, where people say, for instance, let me give you a common example. Growing up, there was this very common thing about being touched at a bus stop and people's private parts get missing. Yeah. I heard that story so much. All my life, I have never met one person who it happened to. One. One guy. Oh, if you pick money on the floor, you turn to a goat or something. I heard that one. Uh, we've all heard that one. But again, I mean, I don't know which goat I've eaten, but that was a human being. <laughs> But I mean, I don't believe those things. No, but I've not met one person. I've done stuff in many hospitals. I've not met one doctor or one nurse. I've not met one person who says, my private part got missing. I've not met one doctor who says, somebody came here without it. I've not met, I've not seen it, right? But we've heard all those stories. You hear stories of, I mean, the people are cracking all these jokes of, oh, since the CBN changed the money, that all those people that do money ritual, how would the gods know which notes to give you? Do you know where all those, those calabashes in the cobbles that spit out money? You know where I've seen it the most? Where? Nollywood. 
and that's one of the things we fail to understand how the movie industry whether nollywood bollywood hollywood shapes our consciousness we see things we believe them we ruminate on them and then we start to interpret the world like that now are there people who do rituals that happen yes there are are there explanations for some of them yes i can't say for all but for some of them yes so if there is something i've noticed and let me give you an example of a family i know very well in one particular generation of that family about three or four siblings in that generation all of them divorced Hmm. each and every one of them in that generation divorced when they had children guess what the children were told it's in our family there's a curse the males in this the children from this family will not stay married is a bond that their great great grandfather took whatever guess what one grandchild divorced second one divorced i said ah the curse is happening and i when i interacted with them i said look every marriage that i'm aware of has challenges mm-hmm. the marriage that believes this challenge cannot be fixed because i'm helpless will divorce a lot faster than the marriage that says look everybody has this problem let's sort it out so first of all you've indoctrinated the generation with a belief that they cannot stay married and so when there's a challenge what do you think their reaction would be Exactly it's probably that thing again. Yeah. But when we discussed further about their families, all something they all so that first generation where they all got divorced, mm. they all had one interesting thing in common. What? Their mother died young. Their mother died when the first was a teenager and the last was maybe a toddler. Okay. And their father remarried. Multiple. Mm. Now he married very young girls relative to his own age. So guess what? The way he treated those girls was much... And we're talking about somebody's three, four generations, hundreds of years ago and all that. The way he treated them was not how you imagine a man would treat a wife because they were much younger. So imagine a 40-year-old marrying a 19-year-old today. Mm -hmm. That relationship is... I mean, it's, it's more likely going to be one of superior and inferior than partnership. Mm-hmm. And so this that generation of children, the first wife's children, all grew up witnessing their father treat his wives in a very specific manner. Mm-hmm. And when they married, so they, they kind of imbibed it and grew up, one, without a mother's care, mm-hmm. became independent too quickly, the other, because the other wives were not taking care of them and then there was now a lot of friction between these children, these children and all of that. And watched their father signific- in a relationship that they called marriage, but that relationship was made up of significant amount of abuse. When all of them got married, what do you think they, how do you think they treated their own wives? They just replicated what they saw with their father. And as you come further down generations, as people get more modern, some of those things our forefathers did, especially in marriage, you can't get away with them now. And so that was what happened. And these guys and the ladies married very respectable people, very prominent people, and they treated them how their father treated those young girls. And it didn't work. And all of them got divorced. Is that a curse? The curse to me is the ignorance around why they are that way. So they needed to do a lot of, let's put it this way, they needed counseling, for lack of a better word. They had childhood trauma. And they carried that childhood trauma into adulthood. And then the trauma played out in their marriages and it broke their marriages. Is that a curse? If you call that a curse, I will agree. But it's a curse caused by ignorance. Mm. Right? If they went through counseling and therapy they would have been fine that's what i believe so it depends on what you want to call now the one that somebody says oh every friday at 12 o'clock xyz happens to me i can't explain that one no. <laughs> you know because i've seen one or two circumstances there are some incidences where 
at around a certain time every year, certain people I know have they behave in a very specific way. Mm. It, plus or minus two weeks around a certain time every year, the same thing happens to them. Some of them have explanations, Michelle. Um, some of them have explanations and in what you call NLP, neurolinguistic programming. It, it's, it's called an echo. When the same thing repeats itself with specific intervals. And it w- you need to go and find the root cause. So there would have been what you call an STE, a significant traumatic event that happened that is time-bound. So, for example, somebody loses the parents in June in a very traumatic way. You call that a significant traumatic event. And then as June approaches, subconsciously, the person is traumatized by that time period. And the person can start behaving in a very weird way without realizing there's a link. Because sometimes you lose your parents when you're really young. You think you've gotten over it in adulthood. Around that time, your subconscious kicks in because that was a significant traumatic event that was never resolved. You understand? Then around a certain point in time, they're always angry. They're always losing their temper. When you're always angry and always losing your temper and driving in that state of mind, maybe you have an accident. So it says, every June I have a car accident. You understand? And persons are cursed. They're you know, not cursed. There's, there's something in the past that's unresolved that we don't know about that's playing out as an echo, repeating yourself. Can it be resolved? Yes. But if you don't know, and someone just comes and tells you every June, I have a car accident every single year. It sounds diabolical, doesn't it? But not all the time. Do you remember the story I told you of the man who bought a car and every time he went to buy ice cream, if he bought a particular flavor of ice cream, the car will not start. If he bought a... Don't you remember the story? Mm-mm. Oh. You can tell it again. I'll tell okay. it again. So, so, true story. Buys a car. Uses the car. Then goes to a supermarket or wherever and buys ice cream. Let's say he buys vanilla. And he gets to the car. The car doesn't start. It takes a long time for the car to start. So that's odd. Of course, first time it just happened, it didn't start. Wrote the company, there's a problem with the car. He went again the next day, said, let me try something. Went the next day, went and bought vanilla, came back to the car. Guess what? Oh. Car didn't start. He left. said, hmm, that's odd. Third time, he went and he went to buy chocolate. Guess what? The car started. The car started. And every day I was writing the comment, said, look guys, I know this sounds awkward, but whenever I buy vanilla ice cream, your car doesn't start. But if I buy chocolate or strawberry, the car starts. And of course, as you can imagine, the company just ignored him. This guy don't call up. But after he wrote a lot of letters, one day they sent an engineer. So the engineer says, all right, I'm here. Let's go. They drive to the place, buys vanilla ice cream, comes back to the car. Guess what, Michelle? Car does not start. The engineer is like, hmm, that's odd. So they left. Engineer came back the next day, said, let's go back. I will drive this time. Okay. Let's go and buy chocolate. So he drove, they bought chocolate, came back. Guess what? Car started. Car started. They were like, hmm. Anyway, that sounds very, very what? (laughs) I don't know what you call it. Diabolical juju, whatever. But it was a very, very simple engineering issue. Guess what the issue was? The car had a fault. I can't remember the technical engineering issue, but the car had a fault. When you switch off the car, I think something about the fuel settling, I can't remember what it was exactly, if you switch on the car too quickly, it doesn't start. It needs, I think they say it needed maybe a minute or two. There's a specific amount of time it needed when you switch it off to switch it on again and start. The vanilla ice cream stand was near the door. Okay. The chocolate ice cream stand was further away. So that extra time it takes to walk to the chocolate and walk back was enough time for that en- that electrical or whatever issue to resolve itself in the car. That was it. So if you stop the car and start it too quickly, it doesn't start again. So it's not because he was buying vanilla or chocolate. It's because vanilla was close to the door. So the time in and out of the store was much shorter than the time for chocolate. True story. Very weird thing. So a lot of things like that, we call, we are not, what's the word? I don't want to say we're not educated enough, but we, are, we, are, we believe too much in the diabolical that at first glance of 
anything we don't understand, we attribute it straight away to the diabolical. And there's, not last week, three weeks ago, I think, there was a quote I read out. When human beings come across something that they don't understand, they do one of two things. Oh. They fear it or they worship it. So when we come across stuff we don't understand, we, we throw it too much into the spiritual. We don't sit down to say, I wonder what's causing this. We don't have enough bandwidth of knowledge in psychology, neurolinguistic programming, engineering, and all of those things to understand how... I mean, do you know how long it took the human race to realize that? You know, in the evenings, the tide comes in, ocean levels rise in the evening... Mm-hmm. and drop in the morning. Do you know how long it took us to figure out why that happened? That is the moon. The gravitational pull of the moon is what changes it. Who would have thought? Do you know when we discovered bacteria? You know, 400 years ago? Bacteria? Was, yes, with uh, Louis Pasteur, the French scientist, was the one that discovered bacteria. When they were doing surgeries, they were doing surgeries and they felt infections were random. Guess what? They were doing surgeries without washing their hands and all that. No sterile environment, mm-hmm. nothing. And these French girls explained that these tiny little invisible organisms. organisms and they were like, dude, get real. It, it was only 416 something that we human beings discovered bacteria. Before then, do you know how spiritual bacteria would have been? You have a small cut and then three, four days later, it starts swelling, bringing out pus. They'll say, ah, he matched something for farm. He matched juju. Now why it like this well. I'm sure you've heard those stories as well. A certain mosquito bites you, you get elephantiasis. They don't know that it, an insect causes that. You know, there's a um, river blindness. You know, it's caused by bacteria. You drink polluted water. Over time, the bacteria goes into your eyes and causes blindness. And before we knew all that, we'd have said that village, they are cursed. Everybody in that village, they go blind anyhow. No go there, no money from there. No. But guess what? A lot of these things, again, people are going to call and say, are you saying there is no... No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the more knowledge you have, the less juju you, you experience. And as a child, we used to hear stories of how jazz, juju does not cross oceans. So if you cross someone here, if he enters a plane and goes abroad, it stops. You know why? Because whatever happens here over there, they have knowledge and information. So you see sicknesses that are juju here, when you go abroad, science sorts it out. When did we start discovering cancer? Now, you look at cancer, for example. I've lost so many people to cancer recently. And I've been asking myself, is cancer getting more prevalent? Or is our ability to detect cancer getting more prevalent? So if somebody had died of cancer 100 or 200 years ago, what would we have said killed them? You see somebody losing weight, losing weight. His stomach is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. He probably has some tumor there growing. Or if a lady has a massive fibroid growing. And you don't know, just this person is pregnant. The person has been pregnant for three years and didn't deliver. Pregnancy now killed the person. is a witch. No, so, I think there are generational causes to the extent that you agree that a cause is just a generational cause. is just one generation spreading the same level of ignorance to the next generation and they're accepting it and going on with it let's take some calls let's go to the phone lines uh, for those who do agree or disagree with zeal i'd love to hear why i'd love to hear your arguments i'd love to hear your thoughts if you have a submission to give you can do so the phone lines are 0809 2220913 And yes, you can tweet at Lagos Talks 913. That is at Lagos Talks 913. Send messages um, on the WhatsApp platform as well 0809 2345913. Lagos Talks, good evening. Hello. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Owolabi. I'm coming from Petro. Okay. All right, Owolabi, go ahead. I just want to add to what um, your guest was saying. Um, I'm a Yoruba person. 
Mm-hmm. And in back in the days, we used to hear this word. They say, Abipu Dalamuko. Ah, I, my father, my mother, he had nine children and they all died to one. I'm the only survivor of that children. I I just thought about the wait oh, lately we've not been saying that, we've not been hearing that. Is it that then is sickle cell that is killing them or is something diabolical? Mm. But my submission says it's sickle cell because we lack the knowledge. We don't know anything about it. And that is how we die hmm. every year or every time. So whatever science, we just need to thank science. Um, diabolica or they are not diabolica, I believe in it because I'm a Yoruba and I'm an African. But it's not everything that happens to you. It's diabolica or people. All right. Think about it. Look about uh, Look into it. Is there any solution to this? If there is a solution, go for it. If there is none, you can take your face. Have it like that. Thank you. That's my contribution. Thank you for calling. Lagos Talks, good evening. Good evening, Michelle. Good evening, Bill. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Emmanuel. All right. Go ahead, please. I'm on traffic in the kitchen. Go ahead, Emmanuel. All right. So, Bill, there are lots of previous beliefs that information is making us know. For example, we talked about setting our subject and all that that's basically diabetic foot ulcer, whereby you have a wound that refuses to go. These guys are most likely undiagnosed diabetics. So the high blood glucose makes the wound not go, and they show that it's because it's kept up or something in the, in the farm or, or, or the attraction for land somewhere. This is from a personal experience because I've had people related to me have this issue, and one of them had to be amputated. Because instead of going to the hospital, she was going to the GD places and she had to lose the foot. Also, something like um, sickle cell, it's more like a, what you call a white or habitual. Previously, that's sickle cell. Uh, there's a lot of all these points that explanations now we're beginning to know why and how. Um, this, um, these issues can be explained out. I have an uncle, the Reverend Father, I was writing his testament and wanted to prove people were, you know what they're talking about, they shoot, that they shoot someone and the bullet doesn't come in. Yeah. So he went round, this was in Tengoku, about 20 years ago, asking the popular people that uh, claim to have that those problems, right? That's okay, I'm going to get an ambulance. I get the police. And you'll be shot. Just to put what is true, if this is true. Okay. And none of them will offer no. He spent months and months going around, and nobody took up the offer. They, 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 they were trying to say that the, the spirit has to prove malicious intent before it works. Oh my God, now they say you have a vision, of course. But then the police will shoot a non-viable part of your body. And they will make you reach your village, you are injured, you go to the hospital. None of them to come down over. So a lot of these things actually, um, enlightenment and education will reduce, will reduce them. The people have thyroid diseases, the people have particular conditions that they feel, they just, call it once in and things like that. And, and that's also uh, why education is not part. Okay, remember in Nigeria there was a video called... All right, we have to take more calls. You have to keep mm. it as brief as possible. You, you want to say something about everything he said? This See, I, I like the highlighting part, many parts of yes, this. I like that the part you said cover. about people having something and you shoot them and the bullets don't penetrate. Yeah. You know, one of my friends were discussing this. I said, this is something I think we should really go and study. And replicate. 
the white man has done it and we call it a bulletproof vest isn't it Mm -hmm. what's the outcome the outcome is the same you shoot somebody there's no impact to the person why don't we study what we have i mean assuming it is true i've not seen it happen people say they have why don't we go and study it and say whatever it is how can we replicate it and commercialize it because if you know, I mean, when you watch, read some history books and watch some old movies, once upon a time, Michelle, gunpowder was witchcraft. It was, and a lot of what we call witchcraft today, in the old, that they did in the olden days, is what we call science today. Okay. It was what, what witchcraft was called then is what science is called now. So a lot of things these scientists do, let's be honest, magnetism when you have a magnet in your hand and it attracts another one another piece of Mm -hmm, metal mm -hmm. with nothing touching them Mm -hmm. that was voodoo back in the days so a lot of things we accept today as science and normal electricity started off as voodoo i mean it will shock you but those things we take them to be normal now you go outside you put on your gen with your gen on, turning around around, you have light in the house. Or people tell you it's physics, they can explain it. And that's the difference. Because it can be explained, it's not considered voodoo. If it can't be explained, then we consider it jazz. And that's the difference. The ability to study something enough mm-hmm. to explain it. All right, phone lines are buzzing. Let's, let's take more calls. We also have to read some messages. Lagos Talks, good evening. Hi, Michelle. Good evening. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. My name is Digi. I'm calling from Nigeria. All right, Digi, go ahead. Okay, please. I want to ask a question. Um, the question is: Is it that for every problem that there's a logic, a logical reason for, then are we saying that there's no spirituality behind it? Because how do you explain someone leaving the house in the morning and? You start looking for them. How do you explain people being hypnotized and they, you discover that they don't take them away and you know you don't see them anymore? How do you explain that hypnotism? How do you explain someone leaving the shores of this country, you know, travel to overseas and then Gee. someone from the village will just you know carry out their meals and you know command you to come back to the village? And in three, four, five days, you see the person coming back to the country without knowing what he or she is doing until he gets back to the village. How do you explain hypnotism? Deji, Deji, let me answer you. Let me answer you two ways. One way is you sound like you're quoting Nigerian movies, but let's leave that aside. But the question you're asking is the same question I'm asking. The fact that you, Deji, can't explain it does not mean it has no explanation. Has anybody sat down to say, how so the question you're asking is the same question i say we should ask but let's not ask it from a dismissive perspective let's ask it from a perspective to get the answer how do we explain it let's find a way to explain it and when we find a way to explain it guess what we will monetize it look at what the pharmacists have done malaria medicine one of the most potent malaria medicines was the dogon yarrow tree right And maybe when it started, people didn't know. All they know is go to the forest, go to this particular tree, cut the bark, soak the bark in water overnight, drink it in the morning, and in the evening, your hot body will stop. And it will seem like some herbalist has magical powers. Somebody went and studied it and said, why does this thing work? And after studying it, take it to a pharmaceutical company and they monetize it and commercialize it by making malaria medicine. There's a hospital, uh, you must remember, uh, Michelle, there's a not hospital. There's a church in I think it's in Ireland, somewhere in Europe anyway, where yeah, the founder. The when you go to the sim, the church premises and take the sand, if you're sick and you put that sand on your body or under your pillow, you will get well. It sounded like voodoo or jazz until somebody said, "How do you explain this?" The same questions you're asking, Deji, and somebody took the sand took it to the lab, studied it, and found out that the sand had microorganisms that were very potent as antibiotics. Are, Guess are you what? saying there's a scientific explanation for everything? I'm saying there's an explanation for everything. We may not know it. We may not know it yet. We may not have the technology to find it out yet. But there's always an explanation. Okay, so uh, uh, um, how about the village people syndrome? You know, when... You just realize that you have a business 
growing, doing well, and all of a sudden, because you have a misunderstanding with someone from you know village, and you realize that everything starts. Deji, Deji, have you heard of Lehman Brothers? Have you heard of... Okay, forget Lehman Brothers. Have you heard of Silicon Valley Bank and Silvergate Bank? Yes. Okay. Were they doing very well December last year? Just last year. Yes, just last year. Those banks were doing very well December last year. Yeah. Today, they don't exist. Silver, uh, Silicon Valley Bank in the UK was sold this week on Monday. It was sold. The UK branch of it was sold for one pound. Right, the valuation was God knows how many hundred million of pounds last year, and this week it was sold for one pound. If that happened in your village, you will say, Oh, maybe he fought with his wife last year. That's no, there's an explanation. You are the one tying obscure events to, to make it have a diabolical meaning. Businesses come up, businesses go down. The difference is somebody that studied business or management will go and do a case study on the business. And figure out why the business went down. Businesses go down all the time. We can give you a long list of Nigerian businesses that have gone down. Is it because somebody caused them? Businesses go down for very specific reasons. All right, let's take this call. Lagos Talks, good evening. Yeah, Michelle, good evening. Thanks Welcome. for taking my call. This is Remy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for, yeah, good kudos to you, the gentleman with you there. You see, is it the. Pr- the problem we have here is that our society is not knowledge-driven. We don't have curiosity to, to seek knowledge. And what I always tell people, if God wants you to be spiritual at all times, he wouldn't waste his time giving you common sense. You see, something happened to a relative lately. The person had swollen breast. And when I find out that what happened, they said it was harrow. I was shocked. I heard that for the first time. I said, they, they, they said she had a dream that somebody thought her breast in the dream. And I was like, what's going on? I couldn't get it. Then I said, who are these people? Are they urologists? And they couldn't find an answer to that. Two weeks after the pain persisted, then I became mad. I said, look, if this girl dies, I will make sure all of you go to jail. Take her to the hospital. Michelle, within two days, everything was normal. Our swollen breast came back to normal. So I think our sense of spirituality is quite questionable. And even if this voodoo and all of this exists, I'm very sure there are better solutions out there if we care to seek more knowledge about them. Thank you. All right. Thank you. That's from Remy calling us from England. Lagos Talks. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Jeffrey from Surrey. Your name is? Jeffrey. Okay, Jeffrey, go ahead. Yeah. Interesting topic, Will. Um, okay. I, I completely agree with everything you said. I just want to ask, because when you say um, that there's an explanation for everything, but it's just that in some teaching, you might not know what the explanation is. Is it possible that the explanation for that thing sometimes might not be scientific. I agree with everything that you said, one hundred percent. Because um, you know, we've had cases of somebody just slumped and died, and they say, "Oh, but the person was fine yesterday. He went clubbing." And I've always said, "Look, did this person know his health status, or this person have been struggling with something that you don't even know about?" So I agree that, but there's an explanation for everything. But my question now is that. For some of these things that have explanations that we do not know, is it possible that the explanation is also beyond scientific and could be supernatural? Um, pending when you have the full information, we all assume <laughs> it is supernatural, isn't it? That's the definition of supernatural because what we have as a natural knowledge does not answer it. But the moment a natural knowledge answers it, um, then it can no longer be called supernatural. All right, let's take a look at some of the messages here. Gabriel Judas saying, our superstitions is made worse by our religious organizations. And it is called testimony time. Yeah. Um, another one here is saying, I can explain the village people issue. When people start growing in business, they start spending money. Maybe they want to build in the village or anywhere. This basically affects their business capital and they fail. Financial illiteracy is the major reason for business failure. Hi, Zale. 
Um, Francis from Canada is saying, what's your thoughts on incantations? Do you believe in them or there are secrets we just don't know? I mean, when a Christian says the Lord's Prayer every single day, I mean, does that count as an incantation? Incantation is repetition, isn't it? Um, when you try to cram your physics and you're repeating the same formula over and over and over in your head so that you memorize it, would you say the incantations help me memorize it? So, I mean, you have to give significantly more context. But um, let me tell you, in 1831, and I'm using, 1831 is less than 200 years ago. 1831 was when we found out as human beings that if an army is marching across a bridge in stride, the bridge can collapse. Mm. 1831 was when it stopped. The people marching across a bridge, the bridge suddenly collapsed. Now imagine the army was marching across the bridge going to war and that bridge collapsed and that army lost the war because of that. What would you say? You say the opponents had some magical powers, but it's the law of waves in physics. It was discovered when you march in stride, the same way you see some people, their voices, they can scream or shout or sing so loud, create enough vibrations to break glass. Marching in stride does the same thing. It's a very, very similar thing that happened when in the good book they said the walls of Jericho fell down. They were marching in stride. The law of waves explains it. Between when it happened and 1831, we had no idea, thousands of years, no idea what was happening. Now we do. Now we can replicate it. Now we can even repeat it rep- and make it an experiment that will happen over and over again. Will somebody still say it's diabolical or spiritual? Or No, it's not. So the moment you can explain it, then it is explained. You then use that knowledge. But unfortunately, like, was it not Deji? I can't remember who called that was saying it. No, it depends on Remy that called after Deji. We're not really knowledge-driven. We're not really a knowledge-driven society. We're not put out, sit down and say, why is this happening? Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's study it. Let's understand it. Let's replicate it. We're not, that's not who we are. We're not that curious-minded. We're not that curious-minded. We don't believe in, we believe too much in the supernatural that at every little excuse, Somebody shouts at his wife, has an argument with her, walks out of the house, falls down and dies. Most people will tell you the wife killed him. That's, that, that's what happened or he deserves it. Yeah, but if you're angry with your wife and you shouted a lot, chances are your blood pressure went up. If you had a weak artery, a weak valve or your heart had problems, that would very likely cause a stroke. And Do you understand? So those things can be explained, but no, we want it to be spiritual and supernatural. All right. Here's a message saying, good evening, Lagos Talks. I am Maki from Yaba. For me, I agree with your guests. I don't believe in Juju because I have come to realize that whatever you believe is what will work for you. That is why we grew up believing in what we are being taught from our parents. But knowledge is very powerful than Juju because knowledge can save lives more than Juju. Thanks, but that's just my own. All right. uh, So many messages here. Thank you, Zeal. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Shegun from Ontario. Um, good evening. Um, Oluwa Shegun from Alimosho. My question is, in a case of a cripple who goes to church for a night vigil and healing went on and he begins to walk, what do you call that? Hmm. Do you want to answer that now? No, okay. I, 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 like I said, there are many things that we will not be able to explain, but does it only happen? Does that Has that only ever happened in church? No, it has not only happened in church. So... All right. Um, Olu, Olasukomi Kolawali from Bagada is saying, Hello, Zeal and Michelle. Nice program. Please, what is the name of the other bank aside Silicon Valley Bank that Zeal mentioned? Silvergate. All right. Um, Ozioma, Ozioma from Ebutemeta is saying, Zeal, there are a lot of logical truth to the things you have said. But my question is, are you ruling out spirituality? Like nothing is spiritual? No, I'm not ruling it out. I'm saying it is only spiritual as long as you are ignorant of the concept. The moment the concept is explained, then you stop calling it spiritual. It Mm. only remains spiritual as long as you don't know. All right. I'd like to wrap up soon because um, we have to go. Uh, But I'll just read through some messages. Good evening, Michelle and Zeal. How do you explain someone being 
brought back from abroad the spiritual power. I think we took this already. Uh, He also talked about, he also said, how can you explain Magun, the Thunderbolts thing? That's coming from Taiwo. The guy, um, another Mm. one here is saying, Africa has Juju, but small England was able to capture and colonize us. Juju, they fear science. All right, uh, let's take one call before we go. Lagos Talks, good evening. Please turn down the volume on your radio. Thank you. Okay, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Joseph from Chester Town. I want to ask you and you're getting questions. Go ahead, please. Okay, please. What about the Red Sea? The one about the Red Sea? What can you talk about that one? The one that most is defined the Red Sea. I'm not here to explain what I did not witness. There's an explanation for it, but I'm not here to explain what I did not witness. And did I say everything can be explained? No. But that Moses Red Sea one, go on Google, go on the internet, research it. Was that the first time a sea was being parted and people passed on dry land? No, it was not the first time. It's not an isolated incident. It has happened in the tsunamis. Um, Yeah, so go and study it a bit. You'll get your answer. All right. We'll have to wrap it up here uh, because we have to run off to our next program. But big thanks to everyone who joined the conversation. And for those who cannot reach us right now, join us next week, Thursday on Critical Thinking from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. All right. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to Zeal, if you have more questions, you can reach out to him on Twitter at Zeal underscore A. That is Z-E-A-L underscore A. He's Zeal underscore A on Twitter. And he's very active there, so you can reach out to him. Until we go, uh, until we come back next week, Thursday, do you have any last words to share before we go? No, I, I think, again, like I said, it's, it's part of our culture, unfortunately. We're not inquisitive. We're not knowledge-driven. And so we find it hard to accept some of these things. We just want the simple explanation of it spiritual. But if you read and study more widely, you're going to find that a lot of these things are very, very, very explainable. All right. All right, my name is Michelle Ago. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a beautiful evening. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.